to Between the Studs, episode whatever, the Harry Potter episode. And today we're talking about Mr. Potter himself. We have with us again Julian. Thank you so Hi. much. She's a Potterhead, right? She's yes. Representing House Slytherin. Slytherin yes. Oh, she's a Slytherin. Uh oh. Cunning and ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot over here. And then uh, Chris, of course, is with us today as well. And I'm representing Gryffindor. So I did want to start before we do anything else. What house would you guys be in? Slytherin. That you would put yourself if you I... were the sorting hat. I ex went underneath the sorting hat at Universal, and within four seconds, it said Slytherin. <laughs> I did the Harry Potter tests online three times, Slytherin each time. Really? Any little BuzzFeed quiz I do, Slytherin. It's the cunning and ambitiousness. I go after what I want. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. Mm -hmm. What What about you makes you Slytherin? So you are cunning and ambitious. Yes. Uh, I would say my next house would probably be Ravenclaw. Okay. Because it brings in the like knowledgeable, creative side. So combine the two. Slytherclaw, I guess. Slytherclaw. A Slytherclaw. Raventhin. I don't know. Oh, do you agree with that? Is she ambitious? Oh, totally, and... yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's she's Slytherin all the way. One hundred percent agree. Well, the internet and the actual Sorting Head at Universal said, it, and it must if be the true. internet said it. It's, it's <laughs> obviously true. true. Yeah. So, what about you? Where would you put yourself? Have I've, you ever? Taken I've never any? taken any of the tests. Uh -huh. You're assuming I would be not a Muggle. Right. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Maybe I'm just a Muggle, Justin. No. <laughs> I, you are far <laughs> maybe, too magical to me. Maybe. Chris is magical, right? Chris is magical, definitely. I, I don't know what house I would be in, but I, I think I have a high midichlorian count. <laughs> the force is magic. It's the same yeah. thing, right? Yeah. I have news to break to you both. Mm -hmm. uh -oh. Both really muggles in real life. La, 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 no, la, no, la, no, la, la, no, la, no, 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 I don't know what I would be. I always liked the bad guy, so I would say Slytherin, but that's, that's not really my no personality. Way. No way. I was actually, my senior superlative was most intelligent. Mm -hmm. So I think I would be, you wouldn't guess right <laughs> by the way I act, <laughs> but um, I guess I, that would have to put me in Ravenclaw. little bit of history, you know, I always like to nerd out about the facts and figures. Yeah. To put everyone's mind back into, when did the books come out? 1999? 1999. I, I think 1999. That. These were insanely popular. And I don't know if you guys remember how popular they actually were. I mean, broke all kinds of records. It's actually world record holder of most popular book series mm. ever. Ever. Wow. Like, beats Lord of the Rings. Oh, um, wow. Only because uh, Star Wars was not, not really a, <laughs> a pop, you know, popular in book form. Okay. Now, this is book series, not single books. The last installment, book seven, sold 11 million copies wow. in the U.S., in 24 hours. Oh. Insanely popular. Do you know what books actually are higher on the bestseller list worldwide since the world has been keeping track? That's it. So it's Harry Potter, wow. the Bible. That's Jeez. it. So just to remind everyone, what a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. What a crazy, gripping worldwide phenomenon that Harry Potter had become. Mm -hmm. And I have some theories on why that was. Do you guys remember when you were I was a wee not even baby. born, <laughs> but uh, when you did get around to reading the books, like what attracted you to it? The magic, I think. The idea that this common boy turned out to be something more than he thought he ever could be. 
I mean, he went from living under the stairs to going to a magical school. Mm -hmm. So the idea of that just broadened my horizons and was like, you can honestly, there's so much adventure out there for you to find. You just have to, you know, get out from under the stairs to go find it. Just, it was just that imaginative world Mm -hmm. that drew me in, definitely. I'll be honest with you. I went to take a test last night. Okay. Okay. And one of the first questions was, what's your favorite spell? (laughs) And it had about 10 of them. And I was like, I have no idea. I remember him saying a couple of these things, you Mm. know, all the Latin words, expelliamos. Yeah. uh, That was it. (laughs) So if he had... And I I said, I'm not taking this test. (laughs) Just close the window. So imagine if he picked Avada Kedavra as his first, like, Slytherin, Slytherin, (laughs) the killing curse. Of course, the book came out in 1999. The first movie came out in 2001, which is when Lego released Harry Potter. Star Wars was the first licensed theme. Harry Potter was, like, up there. It wasn't maybe second, but third. It was all around Mm -hmm. the same time, right? Because the studio series had some licensed stuff, and that came around the same time as well. This is one of three themes that survived from yellow face to flesh tone really old harry potter sets have the yellow face and they actually kept the same print Mm -hmm. and just changed the color of the minifigure head so that's freaky to see Mm -hmm. and it was that early 2000s aesthetic too which is just weird it's neat too because i'll I'll be at a convention selling minifigures Mm -hmm. and a young kid will come up to the booth maybe six years old i'm just guessing six to eight years old and he says Oh, I want the uh, I want that Harry Potter, and I'm like, and he's pointing at one of the yellow head ones, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, actually, here's a light flesh one, and it's actually cheaper because it's not as old. Yeah. Oh, I only collect the yellow head, and I'm like, really? <laughs> that's a snob collector for a kid. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is there's that's common now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it is really more common than you would think, and it's not just a one time thing. This yeah. has happened many times. And one of the reasons is the uh, the DK books, the encyclopedias mm-hmm. for Harry Potter or Star Wars or anything like that. Oh. They're going back and reading these dictionaries, encyclopedias. And I've done that myself. I've laid in bed at night before I go to bed reading the Lego encyclopedia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're interesting and funny. Yes. You know, so it'll be describing this Harry Potter minifigure and it'll say... Uh, blue coat with wrinkles in his shirt because he was fighting so and so, because he threw it on real quickly. You know. Oh, it has a little story. It points out silly little details, yeah. and quite often they're not even true or something. Yeah. You know. So. Speaking of little details, did the theme Harry Potter introduce dual sided heads? I thought someone had told me that they were the first to use it because when Ron and Harry turned into Crab and Goyle. That there was alternate heads Ooh. on those figures. Or Professor Quirrell with... That's uh, right, or Professor... So yeah. were they the first ever? I don't know, but okay. they, they could be. I should have looked that up. Yeah, they, they could be. What a bad host I am. Yellow. What are your guys' opinions on flesh tone or yellow? I like the flesh... I, I like changing the tone of the skin mm-hmm. because it, it's hard to capture. When they start making specific people... You know, it's hard to capture certain people like Mace Windu when they started making Mace Windu for Star Wars. You know, it's it's if they made him yellow, he could look just like Anakin or yeah. you know Luke Skywalker or somebody, and, and and they just don't look alike. Yeah, you know. So I I like the idea of it, but at the same time, they also made it really hard for a while to get certain skin tones. 
Now they're more common. Yeah. But for a while, if you wanted a dark skin tone, you had to get Mace Windu. Yeah. You know, and that was it. So I like it now that they have more colors available. But for a while there, we actually printed our own heads just to get different tones of uh, skin color. Oh, cool. Yeah, because people were asking for them. They were like, hey, I want uh, me wearing this shirt. Okay. And it's like, wow, we don't have that (laughs) that skin color. Like, we didn't make it. It's not our fault. Yeah. And uh, so we started making custom heads. Okay. So what do you think is the appeal of people like the story you told going back and collecting only the yellow tone? Is it to match in their city? Or no, I think it's the the OG effect. Oh, okay. You know, which isn't. I don't like that term OG because it's original gangster. Mm. You know? <laughs> that doesn't really apply to Harry Potter. Harry's pretty gangster. <laughs> he holds his wand sideways. <laughs> but that's what people say. That yeah, it's probably in their urban dictionary. So it's it, yeah. you know they want the original. How do you guys want to do this? Because Lego Harry Potter, as you guys know, went back almost immediately in the first few years started remaking sets Mm -hmm. so there's been two or three night buses there's been three hogwarts expresses so do we go by movie or by set i think if we're talking about the night bus we should look at all the different night buses and same thing with hogwarts express and some of these other sets back here we have a lot to cover yeah (laughs) you can't even see the banners we've we've got three Large two-foot racks of minifigures with five shelves each uh, here surrounding us. We've got all these awesome sets back here. I'm just, this is my favorite set. Okay, so why is that? We'll talk about that first. Diagon Alley Shops, but I call it Hermione's Bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I refer to it, I call it Hermione's Bedroom. It has such unique pieces in it. I mean, you've got colors that, I don't even know the... uh, I know a lot about Lego, and I could not tell you the names of some of those colors. That that orange color there, mm-hmm. um, and bright light orange, possibly, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds right. You've got printed pieces. You've got trans pink treasure chest. Uh, a lot of these pieces are the ones that, when you're looking through a Lego collection, you find these pieces, and you're like, what did this come <laughs> in? And, and it came in the Hermione's bedroom. And this is sealed, unopened? That one is sealed, unopened, yeah. They also gave you a cardboard cutout Mm -hmm. to put behind your scene that you build, which is really cool, but it it makes it more affordable. Like, if you had to build the whole scene around Mm -hmm. it and make it more 3D, then it would cost more money. But they were able to lower the price of the set, even though they had all these expensive parts in there, by putting a cardboard cutout behind it. That treasure chest is trans? Trans pink. That's yeah. what? Some of these colors are wild. And they did three of these, right? Different scenes. One with Harry, one with Ron. And I think some of them had cloth pieces. Mm-hmm. Like this one has a cape, a couple of capes. Got mm-hmm. two capes, yeah. With uh, stars on it and trans neon orange scorpion, scorpion and a, yeah. a trans green frog. Yeah. That is nuts. You've got dark pink in there. I mean, it's a really, really a cool set. And this one is from 2001. It has to be. It's one of the first set. Yeah, 2001. So this is one of the first Harry, line of Harry Potter sets. They all had these brown boxes that looked like stone. And, uh, oh, you also have chrome coins in there. Mm. It's almost like Lego went out of their way to put all the oddest, rarest pieces yeah, in, one set. in one set. And they, they succeeded in this 
little gem of a set. It's $110. It's brand new, sealed, never opened. That's nuts. And so, what's funny is this isn't the only one we've had. I think I've had about four of these in the Always shop. Hermione? Yeah. This set, specific set, yeah. Okay, so we haven't ever gotten the Rons or the Harrys? Not that I can think of. No. Weird. Yeah. This is the best one, too, so I'm glad about that. Oh, did we say we're talking about one through four movies, one through four? Yeah, movies? we didn't mention that exactly. Uh, we're, we're only focusing on one through four, just because... We're, we're going to try to break it up because yeah. of time. It would take. We want to cover everything. Yeah. And if we get into Fantastic Beasts or the later movies, then we just, we won't have Yeah, yeah. Will. You guys might fall asleep by then. Yeah. So yeah. we don't want that to happen. <laughs> no. Plus the later movies and, and Fantastic Beasts, it's going to be a little more adult, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say a little bit more. <laughs> Let's start with uh, the Philosopher's Stone, not the Sorcerer's Stone. Do you guys know why that was changed? Tell us. It was because in England, the mm -hmm. Philosopher's Stone is a known story. People have heard of it. It's like King Arthur or any other. It's it's more well-known. Whereas in America, people never really heard of that. Mm -hmm. So they changed it because they felt like dumb Americans would go, Philosopher's Stone? What does that have to do with wizards? Because mm -hmm. that's how Americans sound. <laughs> so they changed it. And I, I think... They've, it seems like they've gone back because the movie was called... The uh, Sorcerer's Stone. Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. Okay. Did they change it for the U.S. release or the British release? I don't know because I've heard both. I usually refer to Bricklink for all of my information, <clears throat> mm -hmm. and it says Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, so that's well, what I'm going with. I, I deny your reality. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's Philosopher's Stone. Okay, and there it is. Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, you said it. It's on the box. You're, you're... It's on the box. <laughs> it's on the. Okay, I I concede. So this is where Harry meets Fluffy. Cerberus, right? Uh, it's Fluffy. Uh, people want to call him Cerberus or the three-headed dog. Yeah. It's like, it's Fluffy. That doesn't look like a Fluffy. We do have fluffy. plenty of Fluffies. Mm -hmm. Now, you said we lose the heads on these The a heads lot. fall off, yeah. It's the only piece that's detachable from the rest of the body. The heads are really cool. They move up and down. They're like, hey, I need a Fluffy head. And it's like, yeah, join, join the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, join the club. <laughs> we used to find them in collection. It's like, oh, yes. You know, it's like a, got one. a big, exciting thing because uh, they go for about $8 per head. Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> this was... This was part of the uh, original aesthetic. So they changed the castle several times. This one had, of course, the same green roof, which they kept for a while, but it had a lot more gray. Mm -hmm. They had a little bit of tan, of course, later in the line, because the original line ran from 2001 to 2005. During that time, that line changed a lot, because they went to the all tan mm -hmm. at some point. These original few sets had a more ugly style. It was more hodgepodge with the colors, with the black and more gray, and then they moved to the complete tan. Mm -hmm. I, I liked the fact that they were all tan and sand green because anytime you got a big collection, you would a Lego collection, you would know that, oh, there's Harry Potter sets. Yes, and it was a neat uh, distinguishing factor. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, you'd know immediately, but it was just cool looking. And just like the modern sets they're still releasing today, you can put all of them together to make a huge Hogwarts castle. Oh, that's awesome. I think they released a giant Hogwarts set at some point, right? In this original style. Yeah, I wouldn't call it giant. It wasn't as big as the others. It was about the same size as the Chamber of Secrets with the Basilisk. That one with Fluffy, we sell that used for $90. Yeah. Fluffy himself is 35 Each figure is probably hovers around $10. Okay. 
Um, it's hard to find those Harry Potter capes. We're unique to Harry Potter with the stars on them, you know? Mm -hmm. And here's one thing I always wondered, does the stars go on the inside of the cape or the back of the cape? Hmm. Thoughts? Uh, I would Slytherin? Say the, I would are, say the inside. What are the stars? It's like a classic Do they have stars in the movie or in the book? No, I, don't think I feel so, like no. the only cape that has stars on the inside would be Harry's invisibility cloak. I think that's what I remember. Okay, there yeah. Were all the textures, but and you can't on see him because it's invisible. Mm -mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> what bothered me? Okay, nerd. This is an un um actually moment. Excuse me. <laughs> um, actually, in, in, in the books, in the books, they they were always described as wearing robes. They never had ties or shirts or pants. They always described them as robes. In fact, they even made a point to go and say they changed into their pants and shirt. Mm -hmm. But it, I guess that looks too stupid. So they didn't do that in the movies? Because seeing a bunch of people in graduation rooms <laughs> running around. <laughs> Those 24th. No, they were for graduation. That's right. <laughs> Did, so why were they wearing robes? Was that, is that something they do at school in England? Uh, no, I believe that's what wizards do. Wizards yes. don't wear normal clothes. Oh, okay. And they make a big point of that throughout the books that wizards look different mm -hmm. because they wear different clothes and they're very odd in their dress and mannerisms and stuff. And so they normalified it a little bit with more of a British style mm -hmm. school uniform and tie and stuff with the crest and everything. I think their robes did have the crest. Their robes did have the crest. But yeah. in the books, they were wearing actual robes. I know we have tons of minifigs. Oh, yes. But do we have any more from... The Philosopher's Stone. Sorcery's Stone. <laughs> the Diagonally Shops was from the Sorcerer's okay, Stone. Okay, yep. This is pretty generic, right? It could be... No, no, it has the no. Dementors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it can't be. Quidditch, that could be generic, right? Uh, yeah, that's pretty generic. Especially since it does have the smaller legged Harry. So that could put him at his first year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Hogwarts. How about when, when he goes to the uh, vault? Yeah! This is awesome, because it comes with a little piece of track. It has, was this the first appearance of Hagrid, or or was Hagrid's hut well, the first? Well, that was from 2001, Okay, so it's, he came out in the same... Year. Uh, year okay so he had several so he was in multiple sets and, and again green gods has that weird aesthetic that the castle has as well with the gray black same green roof so it's like green gods is in hogwarts in this set little they know they also had a bank that's right he's like santa claus over here the quidditch set the og <laughs> what a what an unusual sport so here's a Quidditch shop. That was the Quidditch Quality set. Quidditch this supplies. Quality Quidditch supplies. And um, Malfoy has like a package and everything. Here's here's what's a little interesting. So these came out in the same year in the same series. You notice that the set with Fluffy, the Forbidden Corridor, says, and the Sorcerer's Stone. What's that one say? Nothing. It says nothing. nothing. So what, what Lego did is they came out with sets that they wanted to be a little bit more generic. Some of the sets look like they're from one movie, but mm -hmm. then Harry Potter is wearing an outfit that he never wore in that movie. Okay. So not all the sets are Can specific be. to oh, movies. Okay. One thing you'll notice about this <clears throat> set is that the snitch is chrome gold. <gasps> it's a chrome gold stud. What? And it was actually a chrome gold stud in multiple sets. All the Quidditch sets from the first series had that chrome gold stud. 
How often do you actually see that? Never. How do you, oh how often do you look? Yeah. There it is right there. Show the camera that, because it's a little bit more prominent right there where Harry's grabbing it. It's super, <laughs> super rare. You never just go through Lego collections and find that yeah. piece. Yeah, was it Even only in Harry Potter? it was in all these sets. Was it only in Harry Potter? Chrome Gold Stun? I, I don't know, but it's the only one that I can think of. Another thing that I really like about these these first series Harry Potter sets is they didn't have sticker sheets. These are all printed pieces. So you've got that flag with the brooms on it mm -hmm. for the Quidditch shop. And how, have you ever seen that flag mm -hmm. in a collection? I haven't either. That's how rare these pieces are. And all the books too. Yeah, all the books are printed on. They give you a couple extra capes that are pretty rare. And it's just a tiny little set. And this is actually a very unique and rare set in that it's a Harry Potter set without Harry Potter in it. Um... Harry, Harry Potter appeared in almost every single Harry Potter set. Mm. It was, I think, out of like 50 sets, it was probably like 40 of them had Harry Potter in it. Mm -hmm. So it was like, this is a little unique because it does not have Harry Potter. If you guys were Quidditch players, what position would you play? Well, I, I'd have to relate it to soccer, and I play defense in soccer, so I guess I'd be... You'd be a beater? If, yeah, if that's what beater. you call it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'd be a beater. Essentially, our job is to make sure you don't get bloodied up too badly. <laughs> that sounds like your type of thing. Yeah, because huh? um, what we do is, like, when you think it's the quaffle that, like, comes zooming towards the players, we have to beat them towards the other team. The bludgers. The bludgers. We have mm -hmm. to make sure that they don't hit us, but they hit the other people. Yes, and you get it's, to have a little bat. Yeah. You, you fly around on a broom 95 miles an hour with yeah. a bat. Hitting these balls that are flying at you and it's like just, you know, regular day on the field. I was wondering that in Harry Potter, Harry Potter is the chosen one kind mm -hmm. of where mm -hmm. he is the most powerful magic and is, is there a, a scale in Harry Potter? No, that... he is actually not that powerful. Correct me if I'm wrong. His power came from when Voldemort accidentally put a piece of his power in him. Mm -hmm. He himself... There's nothing remarkable about him. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. He's not super powerful. He's gifted in certain things, but so is everyone. Like um, he's gifted in Quidditch. He's gifted in Quidditch because his dad was really good. Um, and he's really good at disarming. His his signature move is the disarming spell. Okay. So that's very passive. You know, mm -hmm. you knock your opponent's weapon out of their hand mm -hmm. rather than beating them down, which is a good, I think, thing for your main hero to have. Yeah. But, I mean, am I missing anything? It's pretty much um, his only, his only like, great powers come from pretty much happenstance. It's also... <laughs> and luck. <laughs> and, yeah, you could, put, you could put it as, like, he just had so much, like, I guess, passion to become something so great mm -hmm. for his parents. Yeah. So that that could have had a little bit of an influence in there. Yeah. Cheesy as it sounds. It was his passion, yeah. his drive, and his love for those around him that he became so powerful in the eyes of everyone else. He lifted everyone's spirit because yeah. they were like, oh, he was just a baby. Yeah. And he was able to do this. So he was this beacon of hope, I guess. Yeah. Because like everyone at the school is like, oh, we know who he is. We've heard all about him. Mm -hmm. Him as a baby, looking him go. Yeah. Like, he can do anything, so can we. He definitely lifted everyone's spirits multiple times. How anime. Mm -hmm. He could speak to snakes. He could mm -hmm. speak parcel tongue because of Voldemort. Mm -hmm. He was able to beat Voldemort in the wand duel because he just so happened to pick the same wand that had the twin cores mm -hmm. on it. He got through a lot of the stuff. That is a critique of Harry Potter. He got through a lot of the, especially the earlier books, the challenges, the Chamber of Secrets and stuff, because he had help 
So he wasn't really a chosen one in the sense of power. He was more a chosen one because of happenstance. Hmm. But they don't really explain, maybe on the ancillary media, on the Potter Mm. homepages and stuff, they explain magic more. I know the force is an external force. Mm-hmm. So they, you have to be gifted to be able to use it, but it doesn't really come from yourself, yeah. right? It's it's not an energy that you have to expend. So in in a way, it is infinite. Like he also but, had all these little things to help him throughout mm-hmm. his journey. Like number one being the invisibility cloak, mm-hmm. which we have a minifigure of that I think is hilarious looking. The new CMS. It looks this? like the it's the <clears throat> giant shiny telescope looking. He looks just like a giant satellite dish. That was the second invisibility cloak. The first one only came with the big Hogwarts castle back here mm-hmm. with the red boxes. But no, he had the cape. He had the sword. Eventually, he had the broom. He has his owl. He just has mm-hmm. all these little things yeah. that definitely help boost him yeah. through a lot of these events. But they don't really rank power. The only one who is supposed to be pretty much invincibly strong is Dumbledore. Voldemort is the only one close to him, and even Voldemort fears Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain how magic works if if it's like an external power, or can you get tired? Can you cast so many spells you get tired? Yeah, like they've brought that up before. They have? You definitely see it kind of like when we're running, we run out of energy. Definitely magic, I feel, it they uses prove, energy. Because in the big fight, you saw them getting tired. Mm-hmm. You saw them dropping like flies, yeah. especially in the last, the big battle of Hogwarts. Throughout all their little wand duels they do during school, you'd see them getting tired. You'd see them losing mm-hmm. their energy, so I feel like there definitely was an aspect of that. So there is an internal force you have to use. Oh, whereas yeah. the force is, from what I understand, is completely external. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have the ability to use it, it's infinite. There is mm-hmm. no limit. Well, but if you have a higher midichlorian count, you can use. You it can access you can more of it better. Than yes. So favorite. While we're talking about nerd stuff, favorite scene from book or movie? Do you, is was there anything you remember? Like, oh, that was cool, or oh, that really resonated with um, me. For me, it was they're all in the dining hall in the great hall when they first get there, and it's their sorting ceremony. Which I know in the movies, it was a really fun fact. First years, they didn't get to see the dining hall. They didn't get to see the set until they walked in for that first take of them walking through the great hall. They did, like, that was something I heard in an interview with one of the actors. They're like, we didn't see it until we actually walked in. So our reaction was genuine. It was like a genuine, like, oh, my gosh, we're we're here for the Halloween part where they are all in the dining hall. And you just see, what what was his name? The guy with two, I'm blanking on it. Uh, Quirrell. 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 You see him run through the center of the Great Hall, like, troll in the dungeon. I thought you guys would want to know that. (laughs) It just passes out. Like Jillian said, I mean, she didn't just name one scene. There's so many different scenes. Uh, Every movie has so many good ones. When I think back on Harry Potter, the only one I think of is, I I don't know what movie it's from, but when they're in the street and these classical British buildings separate Mm -hmm. and there's a building in between them and then they walk in and then it closes back up. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just so... Such a British scene, you know. Yeah. It goes from being a more modern British building to a classic old yeah. British building. That, that to me, is really neat. You know? I think that was the fifth movie when they're going to the secret hideout mm-hmm. that has all the members of the Order, the Order of the Phoenix in it. I think it was that house, like the safe house that they were all in. It's just so British and every yeah. and, and visually stunning too. Yes, the mo- all the movies are so visually yeah. stunning. Mm-hmm. That was another thing she was really good at <clears throat> is coming up with these wacky little creative 
ways of the way they work mm -hmm. and use magic and stuff. My scene, I don't know why, and I don't actually remember how they did it in the movie, but it was it felt so dramatic and I get tingles when I read it for the first time. When Moody, and I know we're jumping ahead in movies, when Moody was explaining the unforgivable curses mm -hmm. and he went through all of them and it was such an intense scene when he did all the curses to the spider and then he killed it with Havata Kedavar. And then he said, it's unblockable. You can't run from it. There's only one person to ever survive it. And he's sitting right in front of me. And that, at that like, moment, I was oh. just, if I was Harry, I would have just been like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That scene, just like even now, like, like can I, I go just, to the bathroom? Yeah, it gets me goosebumps. It was so such a yeah. Cold, I just got like, some intense... just like thinking of it. Yeah, oh such was, an was intense. The same spell that killed Cedric Diggory that Worm, Wormtail used think... because Wormtail, yeah. yeah, Peter Pettigrew just killed yeah. him real quick. I mean, yeah, it was, just, it, was it was like a quick yeah. death. I remember. Yeah. I, remember and, I was shocked at that point. And I yeah. like read about it in the books and I, but just how fast it happened. I was like, but and yeah. they, oh, he's gone. They never, that was Goblet of Fire, right? Mm -hmm. And they never actually made a Cedric Diggory minifigure until much later. The C mm -hmm. Really? The CMF the was the CMF first one? The CMF was the first one. And, oh. and now there's and different so variations. people were making custom minifigures. All those years went by from 2004 to 2018 with no Cedric Diggory minifigures. So he wasn't in any of the challenges? They didn't make him till 2018. Huh. Yeah, they, made, the they made Victor Crumb. Mm -hmm. But they didn't make Cedric Diggory, and they didn't make the LaFleur girl. Is that, was that her name? LaFleur. Yeah, Lafleur yeah. Delacour. <laughs> her sister. I forget her sister's name. So there's this this Triwizard, one of the Triwizard Challenge sets there. So whenever <laughs> anybody made a custom Harry Potter minifigure, it was almost always uh, Cedric Diggory. The other thing they never made uh, up until 2018 was another house besides Slytherin and Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. They never made Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Well, you never saw them either, right? Those were the only two houses you ever saw in the movies or in the books. You never... Well, Cedric I don't, was Hufflepuff, right? Yeah, but you, Hufflepuff. you never visited them. You never even mm. saw them, I think, until but the final movie. Quidditch, though, they did have, like, in 2018, they made the Quidditch match again, and they included the other houses. Oh, well, I meant, like, physically play. saw the oh, area. Okay. You never saw rooms. them. Yeah, the common Yeah, room. you only ever really get to see Gryffindor and Slytherin. You get to mm. see those two, and then I believe in the last movie... During the Battle of Hogwarts, you see the Ravenclaw, but we never get to see Hufflepuff. Yeah, and Cedric was popular too yeah. at that time from being in Twilight. So people yeah. wanted Pattinson. they wanted that figure. Yeah. So interesting, they never made him, and I think mm. they never made him because, because he, he died. died. Yeah. And it's uh, kids open it up. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's why they na never named any Deathly Hollow sets either because that death in the title because it had yeah, it's the really huh. scary. Yeah. Because yeah. so, there were some scary moments in those <clears throat> films yeah. and in the books. They weren't just reading them. And I'm like, there were moments where, like, leading up to it, I was, like, wondering, I'm like, am I going to be am I gonna be able to look at this in the movie? Like, because this, this gets dark. Yeah. Am I going to be able to watch this actually happen in front of me? Yeah. And, of course, they were able to make it work. But yeah. it's definitely something that, like, you're like, what's going to happen? Who's going to die? And that's, again, going back to what I was saying earlier, that's what something she was so good at doing is mixing the dark, serious elements with silly, goofy kid humor mm -hmm. and just interweaving them. Sometimes the movies, it was hard to capture that tone to shift from that, but the books really did it well. They really did a good job with yeah. the fourth one, especially with the Goblet of Fire, because yeah. they truly, all the actors did a great job portraying how serious this tournament was. Yeah. 
and how like when Harry's name gets called, it could be a moment of, oh great, it's Harry again. But every, all the adults you could see were like petrified. Yeah. They were like, this kid, this is a child we're sending into this. Some of these other people are teenagers. Yeah. They can maybe handle it, but this is a child. Yeah. And it was very serious moments that they had to be like, and then Dumbledore was like, well, you have to do it. You're going in. Good luck. That uh, Triwizard Challenge, what year did that come out? 2005. 2005. Okay, so here's the graveyard duel Ooh. scene from the Triwizard Challenge. Well, spoilers. <laughs> you've got you've got all the characters in there, right? Except two. Cedric Diggory. Cedric Diggory. That's, that's the 2005 set that he would have, yeah. probably should have been in. Yeah. I mean, like, it's going to sound really bad, but that could be Cedric. <laughs> uh, yes, it could. Speaking of skeletons, so Jillian's pointing to this to one of the skeletons that's in the set, but you get that's, four skeletons in that set. Yeah, that's and a pretty, sand green skeleton. Yeah, mm-hmm. One of them is sand green with a black head. One of them is a black skeleton, and then you get two white ones, and that's just really unique. And also, do you ever see those printed parts? Mm-hmm. They're they're. What are those? They're vines. Yeah. Oh, this is the new version of that same scene. Do we have that here in box? That's one of the things about the Harry Potter Lego sets that I think probably get people into Harry Potter mm-hmm. because they're Lego fans and they like the parts so much that they they buy the Harry yeah. Potter sets and then they 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 probably haven't even seen the movies and yeah. so then Lego actually gets people watching Harry Potter and that is the purpose of. Marketing yeah. and and once yeah. you watch it, you want to read them. Oh yeah. yes. And then there's those parents. I know mine weren't like this, but a lot of my friends were. Where it's <clears> like, <throat> oh, if it's a book and a movie, you have to read the book before you can go see the movie. And I don't know if that was like an educational thing that the parents were like, read more. But it got people it to got read the books, go read. see the movies, and then buy the Lego sets, and then do it all over <laughs> again. For the next one. Symbiotic relationship. So we were talking about the first sets that came out in 2001. Mm -hmm. I I believe that's called Nocturne Alley. Ooh, the first Nocturne Alley. That's not... I don't think they labeled that as being from a specific movie. But it does have... It's got Harry Potter in his green sweater and... Lucius uh, Malfoy. Lucius Malfoy, and then just a whole bunch of rare, rare printed parts. It's got a dead hand on a mm-hmm. one by two tile. It's got a glow in the dark spider, and then a the brain on a clear uh, minifigure. Clear minifigure head. Yeah, oh, and then like cool. the cash register is unique to that set. You know, they could have used any cash register, mm-hmm. but, they, but they but they custom printed a an old style. Yeah, and then that brick with the eye on it. Way they to put go, a dark gray owl in there, and I think owls were introduced in the Harry Potter sets. Yes. Really? Yeah, they did not exist before. In 2010, when they started printing on the owls, you didn't have to be a Harry Potter fan to want to print it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so they, Hedwig and the the brown owl, Ron's owl, were five, six dollars each. Mm-hmm. And everybody wanted them. And, and then now you can get them. They're a dime a dozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're coming in the CMF packs and everything else. You could get them yeah. in uh, poly bags, too. And now they have the new flying owl, which I love. Oh, yes. yes. I with love the, that. With the letter. Yes. I love it. Yes. You mentioned how the sets appeal to people who weren't even into Harry Potter. And I totally agree with that. I, I like spooky stuff, so I bought the graveyards. I like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And I did read it. But I liked it more because it was a graveyard scene with wizards 
wizards in it, and the castle stuff is castle stuff, and it's not mm-hmm. gray. It's a yeah. castle that's not gray. And, it, and green, and yeah. all these colors. Especially the older sets had monsters and, mm-hmm. and creatures. Speaking of that, we mentioned the troll. The bathroom troll. <laughs> that funny story. There was a, I think it was in elementary school, I had a teacher who always said, now everyone has to go to the bathroom with a buddy. And we'd all be like, why do we have to go with a buddy? And her exact answer was, do you want to end up like Hermione? (laughs) And from that moment on, I always went to the bathroom with a buddy. Because I always felt like I would be that kid who would be in the bathroom. And then something would walk in. There might be a troll. They'd be like, well, we don't remember what happened. She went to the bathroom and then, you know, a troll appeared. Kind of like Fluffy. He, He came out at the same time and he's got these these this cloth on him elastic the cloth vest pieces. and the loincloth and they they get lost all the time yeah they very hard out. to find the bathroom troll with all his pieces but it's so cool that they put cloth on him yeah I mean, it's just so neat it's like dressing up a doll and yeah it's so interesting to have such a big like torso and body and then have the little mini big head well, he had a tiny head in the mm-hmm. movie and i think they described it that way in the book i love his oversized club now was that ever used before or after yeah they gave it to the uh fantasy kingdom trolls oh okay Is that club the size of like a regular it's mini figure yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> And he only moves on his right arm. Nothing else in his head. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. else moves. And he's sand blue. Or is that dark sand blue? What is what is that color? Sand, sand I, blue. I think it's sand blue. Yeah. Okay. I love how they were coming out with all these like minifigures from the different movies. Mm-hmm. It's like even like it may be 2019, but they're coming out with all these poly bags of ones from the older films. Yeah. Like we got Cedric. In a poly bag set. Yeah. And he came with the little cup. And I thought that yeah. was really cool. The sets ended in 2010, the original line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they skipped 2006 altogether. There were no sets released. I think 2007 only had one set. And it was a book. That was it. I think it's because the movies ended mm-hmm. at that point. And, and the movies were getting older, mm-hmm. too. So they weren't making them. Yeah. Because they were the Deathly Hollows and That's um, okay. Yeah. The Half Blood Prince. They just weren't as kid friendly for the Lego sets. And th- at that time, man, before 2018, mm-hmm. so from what was it, 2017 on down to what, 2010? So there was like a six or seven year time yeah. period yeah. where you couldn't get Harry Potter sets. Yeah. And these sets were so expensive and sought after we had people calling us at the store because we've been open for six years now so that would take us back to 2015 we had people calling us in 2016 and they were like all my kid wants for christmas is harry potter and because harry potter stuck around like it never died yeah because the movies are just so good and quite honestly i don't think it ever will so in 2016 and 2017 they and news of fantastic beasts was coming out so the movies were getting popular again people were traveling from other states just to come to our store to get harry potter and people would buy any harry potter set for any price just to have just to have it to give to their kid for christmas because that's all that was on their christmas list and the kids don't understand santa claus isn't making harry potter sets anymore kids yeah (laughs) the elves can't make them anymore and i would try to talk the parents out of it i'm like this is a collector's item this is you're gonna give it to a (laughs) seven-year-old Diagon Alley is a five hundred dollars <laughs> sealed collector's item for adults. Don't don't yeah. give it to your six yeah. year old for Christmas. 
But that's but what that's they wanted. That's what he asked for. Yeah, the deep pocket parents. That's, yeah. that's a lot of love, parents. That's a lot of love. Actually, to correct myself, I, actually, 2011 was the final full year mm-hmm. of Harry Potter. 2012 was the one that only had one set, and it was a it was a book with an exclusive Harry Potter in a suit. It didn't come back till 2018. That was the suit that he wore to the uh, dance for the Triwizard yes. Challenge. Yes. Yes. Vault, which there is that set of. It's called the Hogwarts Clock Tower. Yeah, there he is wearing a different suit. The, the same suit, but a different version of that minifigure. And it was interesting, I read that they switched to <clears throat> flesh fairly early. It was 2004, I think. So, the third year, the series, they switched. So the yellow flesh is only the 2001, 2002, and 2003. Mm-hmm. That was really interesting to me. And we mentioned earlier they kept the same print on the flesh faces. It's scary. <laughs> I think Ron's was the one that freaked me out the most. Yeah. I'm like... It didn't look right. Mm. <laughs> they have these weird cartoon mouths. Like you can and... see it up there in the yeah. ship set. Let's... They look scary. I don't like them. The Durmstrang ship. We actually have an opened version of this upstairs. And this was, so this would have been 2005, the same year as the Graveyard Duel. So they and came out with a lot of the Goblet of Fire sets. Mm-hmm. And and look at them. They got those little beady eyes. They came out with two versions of the Durmstrang. <laughs> they, were, they were the same set, but one had, I think it was a Target exclusive. It had four bonus minifigures. Really? Yeah, so they gave you Hermione, Dumbledore, you know, Harry again in his Triwizard outfit, and then Ron, because the original one only came with uh, Victor Crumb and Igor. Oh. So those are the only two figures. This big, big set, and mm-hmm. it just came with two figures. So this is the Target exclusive one? With this is the hand. Target exclusive, yeah. Oh, and wow. again, this, and you can't really see from this, but there's so many pieces that are unique and only came in this set. Those flags that are hanging down, mm-hmm. the shields, the the minifigures. The light blue crow's nest barrel. Medium blue. Or I medium think. blue. Yeah. They, chrome, they put chrome pieces on it. And then oh, what's yeah. really cool is they added their own touch. The black falcon shield on it is so neat. You know, this That's is 2005. Awesome. The black falcons were long gone by then. The old castle theme. And it's really neat that they added that. And then the ship itself is the ship soul. That's mm-hmm. all one piece ship soul that actually floats, which is pretty cool. Now, yeah. what is interesting is they do all this, and they don't give Victor Crumb a unique face. Yeah, Crumb's yeah. right there. That's a hair. That's also used in the Indiana Jones sets. The oh, German really? and Russian soldiers mm. have that head, and uh, they might have given it to a few other people as well. Really? Yeah. Was Karkaroff, is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. Was was he? That's a unique head on okay. him, Igor. But what's also interesting is their hats are not unique to them. They're unique in that color, but they also use these hats in the Adventurers line. Remember, uh, what is her name? Pip, Pip or whatever? Yeah. Johnny Thunder's girl. That's neat that they brought that That back. was in the Himalaya? Yeah, Himalayan exactly. Something. These were rare sets. They did not produce a lot of these sets in 2005. Lego wasn't as popular back then. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So they, they really, they probably produced more from in 2001 than they did in 2005. This is when Lego was going through financial problems in 2004. So uh, part of their restructuring was changing the colors, you know, from the old light grays and dark grays to the new 
bluish mm -hmm. grays. Look, they also give you those chrome studs. Oh, you got four. And that's what makes these very valuable is mm -hmm. you just don't see them very often because they didn't produce very many. Lego doesn't release production numbers. So you can kind of see, the, the if you're into Lego, you can kind of see over the years. Right now, they are producing the heck out of the Harry Potter sets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the minifigures are cheap. I have never seen Lego Harry Potter figures so affordable mm -hmm. to get. So if you want to collect Lego Harry Potter figures... Now is the time to buy the newer figures mm -hmm. from the new sets because they're the cheapest they're ever going to be. Once they're discontinued and gone, they're only going to go up from here. You mentioned how Harry Potter stays in the limelight. Oh, yeah. Warner Brothers is doing a good job of keeping it going with the Wizarding World and the Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. I think some of these later releases actually coincided with the Harry Potter Lego video game. Rather, because it was the, long after yes. the movie had stopped, mm -hmm. they released like years one through four as one mm -hmm. game, and then uh, five through seven as another I game. I love playing those. I still do. If you were to sit in front of me and say, "Here you go," I'd be gone for maybe four or five <laughs> hours. I'd be like, just bring me a drink or a water or something, and I'm good. Who was the crazy last super hard unlockable character on those games? Oh god! Oh, now you're testing me. Well, I haven't you... played them in so long. Did you ever play many of the Lego games? My, my son did, and I watched him play the okay. Harry Potter one. He's read all the books, so he was really into Harry Potter. We went to the Wizarding World at Universal Studios, mm -hmm. so I was on, on the outside looking in, mm -hmm. always, with Harry Potter. Speaking of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, it is so good at Universal Studios that I... I had a tear come to my eye, and I didn't even know that I still had tears. And <laughs> I my, thought I used them all up. <laughs> my, my son was right at the right age. He was uh -huh. maybe 10 years old, and he just was in Harry Potter, in the world. I can see him. Harry Potter. I can see and him being that way. It felt like we were there. Yeah. It's so cool. The only thing I don't like about it is it's split between the two parks. Mm -hmm. So it really is almost like a two-day thing. Like My roommate, she just wanted to go down there, and I was like, you're going to need a day dedicated to Harry Potter. Yeah. And two park tickets. Yeah, you're yeah. going to need the yeah. park hoppers for it because it now expands over from Islands of Adventure into Universal Studios because you have the two parks and mm -hmm. there's a train that will take you from one to the other. And if you don't have the park hopper pass, it's like an extra $90 or something yeah. just to ride the train. Yeah. Compared to Disney, that's still cheap. It's so yes. um, I went when they first opened, so I have not even seen the new stuff. I, I, I've only seen the original one, which is at Universal? It's at, um, or is that Islands, Islands of, of Adventure. That's Islands of Adventure. Interesting thing I forgot to mention earlier about the yellow skin tones for the early sets. Mm -hmm. The only two minifigures that did not have yellow skin. Do you guys think you could name them if you could guess... From the early sets? From the early, when they were all yellow, the first three years. Do well, you... I'll let Julian try first. They're in front of you if you want to scan. Dumbledore and Hagrid? No, they had yellow Hagrid. skin as well. They it was... Oh, they both did. Oh, who was it? Dobby and Griffook. Do uh, Dobby and the... Uh... Oh, Goblin. I didn't think about them. But they are minifigures. You're, you're probably right. Skin. What what I read didn't consider them minifigures. <clears throat> what I read, it was Snape, who had the glow-in-the-dark head, oh. for some reason, and Peeves was gray. Yeah. Peeves. Oh. So those were the two. And we have a Peeves. They never came back out with a Peeves either, did they? 
Wasn't he the only Peeves? I don't they, really they didn't come. Yeah, it's funny because the new sets there. There's so much coming out, mm-hmm. and they're covering everything, and they they just really haven't come out with Peeves again, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of, they do have nearly headless Nick Snape. Here he is here, and I just I still don't understand this figure. He's got <laughs> the glow in the dark head, but he's got. That is from a very specific scene. You want yes, to talk about yes, it? He has yes, a cat yes. hanging from his torso. <laughs> yes, what is he does. That? So, when it was in the third movie, when Professor Lubin is teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts, he has them face a bogot, I believe it was called. Bogot. Bogot. And it basically can transform into your worst fear. Mm-hmm. And Ron's worst fear was Snape. Well, it was spiders. Uh, it, Neville. It was oh, Neville. Neville's worst yeah. fear was Snape. And he, Lupin was like, well, think of it as something funny. And you had to do the spell ridiculous R- or something. Ridiculous. Or ridiculous. Ridiculous. I can't remember. And it turned Snape into wearing Neville's grandmother's clothes. So, so he was there in his giant So that is hat. that That figure's been around for 22 years, and I've never known that. Yeah. And I've always just wondered. So that's not actually Snape. That is a Bogart. That is... Bogart, the Bogart taking Snape the shape of Snape. That's what Bogart means. Okay. Because yeah. that's his name, Snape Bogart. And it's like, oh, is that his last name? I don't know. No, Severus Snape. Yeah, Severus, Severus, Severus Snape. Snape. I thought that's and what I thought. Does anybody have any theories why they gave Snape a glow in the dark face? Because he's so white. white? <laughs> <I guess. laughs> the actor's does so he, pale. Does he glow in the movie? There's another one. I mean, honestly, look at his hands, too. Yeah. His they hands are like gray. gray. Yeah. I mean, if or you're going to give it to any yeah. cool character, I'd give it to Snape. So one of the problems with the glow-in-the-dark head is that it is the plastic is weaker and it mm-hmm. cracks. It, the, his head really? gets a crack right down the middle of it. And because it is partially transparent, that you can see the crack pretty well. Actually, when they finally did give him light flesh, which was probably 2005, so like four years later, Mm -hmm. that minifigure was really popular at the time because it was an actual snape that had (laughs) more normal-looking skin. (laughs) Finally. doesn't look ill. Yeah. I mean, give him a white head. Why is he glowing? So, brings me to my next point. What is your favorite minifigure? Do you have a favorite? Ooh, you have to ask me first. Yeah. There's there really is so many mm-hmm. unique Harry Potter figures. It it probably wouldn't be because it's from the movie or something. It just would probably the way you look. be it's just so cool looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them has to be Bellatrix with Strange because <gasps> yes. her, her hair is Helena Bottom Carter is just she's just such I a cool her. character no matter what mm-hmm. movie she's in. I like the the Gringotts goblins a lot. Um, the animals are also cool. Mm-hmm. Fox, the fa- the phoenix who we have here. That's a really unique phoenix piece. It's marbled. It's got the red and light orange. You got the basilisk with the glow in the dark fangs that are sixteen dollars each per fang. <laughs> You've got the Patronus stag. It would have to be one of the older, original Harry Potter figures that mm-hmm. are just rare and you don't okay. see and you can't get anymore. You got Buckbeak, you know? I mean, there's just, there's so much. I, so different variants it's, of Buckbeak. It's yeah. really hard to just say one minifigure, but I'm just kind of looking around. Professor Quirrell, like you said, had that two two faces. Mm-hmm. The big purple turban. And yeah. I just realized it was regular purple or dark purple in the original, and then they had the more lavender for the newer one. The original Luna Lovegood mm-hmm. was such a cool and unique figure for the time period. Mm-hmm. You know, with that, her just crazy colors that she has. 
So, you know, all Lego figures are kind of unique looking mm -hmm. now. But back then, the Harry Potter ones were special. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Hagrid being taller. Yeah. A giant. Um, and the older ones had those weird little finger mm -hmm. grooves. <laughs> all right. One single individual figure that has always been my favorite Harry Potter minifigure was the Triwizard Challenge. Uh, mm -hmm. Harry Potter, where it said Potter on the back of his jersey. I just always thought that was really cool looking. It was a pretty unique figure. Specifically related to Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. What about you? Uh, I'm glad he went first because while he was talking, it's like, <laughs> man, um, I love some of the CMF Dumbledores because mm -hmm. they're just so over the top with their robes. The Madame Maxine is really it's just yeah. so different. Nearly Headless Nick. Mm -hmm. with, with his cool little renaissance outfit. He's got the Peter Venkman hair in light gray. The old McGonagall in the dark green. And there's... Um, Pro Professor Lockhart. 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 I mean, oh. he even had the yellow skin there. Mm -hmm. And they've got him wearing... What color is that? Sand... Pink? Salmon? Sand pink. Sand uh, salmon? Sa yeah, I mean, it really <laughs> looks kind of peachy. And then he's got his tousled hair, which is pretty unique to him as now, well. Now, is he super expensive just because of the color? Well, yeah, he's a rare figure. He's $30, and you could only get him in one set. And for the time, that that's all his parts are just so rare. If yeah. you wanted those legs or the arms, you could only get them in that figure. I did not. Or the hairpiece, you know, the cape. Oh, the cape. Everything about him is that sand peach color. I'm yeah. Like, I really don't know what whatever they call color it. that is. But they uh, like to use the word sand, so it's yes. sand. Yeah, something. it's definitely a sand in the sand yeah. genre. Coral has that has the yellow head and he's got that unique purple turban yeah. mm -hmm. that you really didn't get at the time. You didn't get those turbans very often. Those were uh, introduced with Indiana Jones or was that before or after that? That would have been before Indiana Jones. Oh, so it was introduced with him. Because he's got yellow flesh. Oh, that's right. So yeah. before, and all he's the Indiana Jones have the light Ravenclaw. 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 He just Ravenclaw. had a moment of... Just... <laughs> Who's your favorite minifigure? My favorite. I pulled one of them. It's one of the newer Dementor <gasps> yes! figures. I want to show that one closer to the camera. Yes. Whether it's the bottom, translucent, clear to black or the cape it's just an amazing minifigure in my opinion i just love the design i love the uniqueness that the figure brings that one or fred and george because i believe they yeah. do not have a separate minifigure am i right they it's the had same the, minifigure and he's got a reversible head. reversible head yeah. and now they just came out with them you now have fred and george really so there's the original mm-hmm the, the OG That's from Fred where they and George, had their, and then you just um, spin shop. his head around, Weasley's, and you've got the other one, Weasley's which is great. Oh, it makes okay. a lot of sense. I like. Did it. they it come out with one with the scar? Oh, um, one of them lost the ear. It ear. Was, it wasn't a it scar. It was yeah. George who lost the ear because, sadly, spoiler alert, Fred <laughs> lost his life. So I've always loved them both as characters. So seeing them both individually now as minifigs is great. I really, speaking of characters, I really like them too. I am an identical twin. And they're both really, really funny and sarcastic. They're the one people are always attracted to because they always make light of situations and make things seem better. Unlike Cedric, who just is better than mm -hmm. anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Professor Sprout has that cool 
hair hat combo and Neville came with the Monster Book of Monsters, which... Free sets that Lego is offering if you buy a certain amount, I believe. They're getting a lot of those in the store right now. They're, I think they're just, uh, a lot of people get them and they don't really want them. Mm. They never asked for it. It's a free set. That was like the same thing same with thing this Same thing with one. that The miniature, I would guess you could call it. People are turning that in? That's so cool. Oh, we've gotten so you many You have the Diagon little Weasleys, Wizard Wheezes. That little tiny set is like $100. Mm -hmm. And it's... Yeah, 119 Very popular. It's cheaper than the big Diagon Alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That big old That price-per-part ratio, though. Speaking of uh, Diagon Alley, here's the uh, first Diagon Alley they came out with. And I think that would have been 2010, probably. And that came... Oh, it's heavy. Oh, That my came goodness. with Fred and George Weasley. If you turn it around, you can see the minifigures. Is that Ollivander? Ollivander. Mm -hmm. And that also has... Shot. We don't have the box for it, but it does have unstuck stickers. Ooh. And... Wow. You would think that with the new Diagon Alley being out, that people wouldn't want the old one because the new one is so much better and it, the price per part ratio is cheaper. But people are buying the old one now. Well, this one has Borgen and Burks, which mm -hmm. the other one does not. Mm -hmm. The new one also, the minifigures in the new one are so expensive. Like the, the newer Lego Harry Potter figures are cheap in general. They're very affordable because mm -hmm. I, th I think they're producing a lot of the sets. Mm -hmm. But if, if you're looking for expensive Harry Potter minifigures, the Diagon Alley minifigures are probably the most expensive. From the newest one. From the newest okay. one. Okay. Yeah. It does not come with Gringotts either, right? The new one? Or does it? I, I can't remember. It does. No. Okay. Oh. So this would actually probably make a good addition to the. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So most expensive figure we have in the store. Uh, for the Harry most rare. Potter, there's two, and they're they're right up there together. It's the original Professor Umbridge, which was really unique at the time because she she was so pink, mm -hmm. and we we oh don't have gosh. her right now. But if we did, she'd be about a hundred dollars. The other one is Trelawney, Professor Trelawney. Mm -hmm. and she's really she's unique so too. Cool. She's got the the blue. She's got a cape. She's got a different color hat. Is that the hat. CMF one, or was there an original? No, one the original that? one. Okay. Yeah, and she's a hundred dollars as well. Wow. So those those two, the original Trelawney and the original Umbridge, would be the two most expensive figures. Used to be Luna Lovegood was the most popular. Mm -hmm. Her and um, Bellatrix, but they just released the new Luna Lovegood looks just like the old one, mm -hmm. and a Bellatrix that looks just like the old one. Mm -hmm. So the value of those have both gone down a lot. Oh, wow. Okay. In fact, Luna Lovegood used to be about 50 to $60, and she's down oh, to dang. like 20 to 30 now. That's okay. the original Burrow. That's the first one. Okay. So that's actually a really expensive set. That's actually sealed as well. And it, I think it's from 2010. What was really unique about it was the Bellatrix and the Molly and the Ginny. Yeah. Those are crazy. Fenrir Greyback wasn't too popular. You know that reference, right? Fenrir? Reading uh, Norse mythology, yes. right? Yeah. The wolf. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Rowling put a lot of puns in her names and things like that. The night bus has been sitting here for a long time. Yes. Let's talk about him. And I love the night bus because in England, in London, you mm -hmm. have double-decker buses. And this is a triple-decker mm -hmm. bus. It comes at night. And because it comes at night, it, it's got beds on it that you sleep in. And even Lego, the original, they've made like three or four night buses, but the original one had like, I think these printed pillows. And this one actually, you can see Harry's sleeping in there. <laughs> 
So I remember the ride was pretty bumpy and crazy. And then, yeah. and then, JK took it and spelled mm-hmm. night K N I G H T, and and just put a like you said a pun. Just, she just kind of put a pun on. Yeah. It comes at night. It's you sleep on it, but it's a different spelled differently. I liked it because even the wizards who rode on it all the time hated it because they got sick and they were always they looked green when they were getting off of it. And it was a bus that came when you needed it. Mm-hmm. It just when you held it. Harry did it accidentally. I think it was just up here. He was like, okay. <laughs> different models are all look the same. They all look like the night bus, mm-hmm. but they are so different. Look at those. I mean, look at the building styles. The windows. Everything is very, very different parts. I see hinges on this. Does this open up? Yeah, it opens up Uh from the side. Oh, and then we've got going to Hogwarts Express. Mm -hmm. We've got the the train, which they've made what you said. How many versions? I think three. I I believe they're probably up to four. Okay. Uh, This is the original, which has the... The old train wheels. This is before they made newer style train wheels. In fact, these don't even turn. It's really just made for pushing. Oh, okay. And, you know, these wheels, they could probably fit on one of the new tracks if you spaced them out right. But these stickers peel off pretty easy. This is neat because it's all on hinges and you lift it up and there's the, in the engine, there's your suit where you put your trunk. Oh, (laughs) That's the storage. But also, this is on hinges. I th- is it on hinges? It's not on hinges. So that you just peel you off. You just have to take it off. Where the newer ones are all one piece that lifts off. Yeah, it's easier. These stickers are in really good shape for its age. Yeah. Uh, we find these all the time with the stick- stickers peel. This, this was the original. This is the old the old grays. So this was 2001. Oh, okay. When they first came out with them. The newer ones now, we have one upstairs in our city that we have built. Mm -hmm. And it comes with a coal car. And I think the one back there from 2010 has the coal car as well. Yes. And inside the coal car, there's a nine volt train engine. What else do you want to talk about? What other interesting sets? You said you wanted to return to this one a little bit. Yeah, so this has Victor Crumb with the shark's head. That's very popular. This is the only time I've ever seen this box is when we got this in. This has the sirens in it, one siren, the mermaid, which was the possibly the first Lego mermaid. Because afterwards they had Pirates of the Caribbean that had a bunch of them. Yeah, okay. did, yeah, and they did make some in like some fantasy pirate set. Yeah, and there's and, the CMFs. There's two or three CMF yeah. mermaids. But this might have been the first mermaid character with the mermaid tail. Huh. She's got unique hair. Her head's unique. Um, Harry and Hermione. A lot of people might think that they're sleeping when they find those minifigures. But they're actually in like that comatose state mm-hmm. where they're underwater. So that's why the other side of their head is closed. And then Victor Crumb with his shark head, I think he's like a, he's really rare. He's probably like a $50 minifigure. Really? Yeah. Do we have him by himself? We Outside don't. of the set? Okay. No. He is, he's really popular. That shark's head was really the first time you could take a shark's head and put it on a minifigure. And they never used that again, did they? Not that specific mold. No, they, they made one like it. In the Atlantis series, yes, but but not exactly like it because that's hard plastic, and the one the Atlantis series used was rubber. And then Harry's got those from deals the gillyweed from the gillyweed, yeah, the gillyweed. Yeah, I mean some of the names of this stuff. And yeah. Is that a chrome dagger in there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they put a chrome dagger in there. That's awesome. I like the jellyfish, the medium blue, 
and that medium blue halberd or pike was in the Knights Kingdom sets that mm -hmm. were coming out at the same time, and they reused it in this set. So that's a really unique set. Yeah, I like the dark green. The jellyfish that you mentioned, the translite blue, mm -hmm. I think that color only came in this set because you had a lot in SpongeBob sets. But they were clear, weren't they? They were clear. Yeah. And then you had trans pink in a lot of Harry Potter sets they used for something. Mm -hmm. And then it's a, it is just a chef's hat. And we were talking about the sorting hat. Mm -hmm. yes. And this is one of the original sorting hat sets where it, you actually spin the wheel. Okay, that's amazing. And it tells you which house you're in. Sorry. How much is this set? If it was uh, complete? Well, it's small. It only has Harry Potter and Hedwig in it. And um, it's eh, probably got this $20. Piece. Really? Yeah. Even with that? Yeah, it's really not an expensive set. You, it's only, what, a dozen parts? Okay. Even with this super unique plate. plate yeah, that's uh, that. It is unique, but it it's not a super expensive piece or usable. So that's a really neat, neat little set there. Anything with the logos and the banners, mm -hmm. the house mm -hmm. banners on it reminds me of Game of Thrones. You know, yes. you've got your house the different banners. houses. This is the stand from the the uh, big Hogwarts castle. It comes yeah. with the biggest the, one, the four hundred dollar one. Yeah. It comes with the yeah. four founding Being, wizards. These are printed parts, which is nice. And we, for some reason, this was used in a promotion, and we got like 50 of these. Oh, awesome. Just Without the stands. The, no just the stands. I wonder if there were figures that uh, know, went, went with them, but we didn't get the figures. We just got the stands. I can't imagine LEGO gave out those super exclusive figures in oh, I don't promotions. Know. Unless they were rare promotions. They probably gave them to crew or something like that. Or... But that is, those are printed house tiles. Yeah. You get. Let me get a closer look. We for have a... $5? We've got tons of those, yeah. We know what we're going yes, to get out of They are good price. That's a great price. I that love them. Just their little, the little animals. And you it's get so all cute. these other pieces with it, too. It's not just yeah. $5 for the tiles. Going back to, we had talked about the uh, Monster Book of Monsters. They also did a printed book of it. Oh, wow. That's the newer printed book, right? No, that's... No, that's uh, is the that the old one? Yeah, because yeah, oh, the newer really one new, has... CMF like, actually has a new printed... Neville is holding it. Right. Oh yeah, they. Oh yeah, that's a really special one. So cool! I noticed that as we were bringing it down, and I was like, "Oh, that's amazing." While we're talking about the CMF figures, this is from the series two. Ron, he's got a mug of butterbeer. Mm -hmm. I love the little cup. Full, you know, it's got. It looks like it has liquid in it. Yes. It's so neat. And then you have printed arms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The detail on that figure is such high quality. And they that was the series that they introduced the mid legs. Yes. The bendable mid legs, which hasn't cropped up too many times since then. Mm -hmm. And look at the difference. I think it's uh, the goblin. Grip hook. Is grip hook. Look at the difference in over the years how he has changed. Such detail. That which is uh, Wicket Warren. Wicket T. Warren by the way, the actor. He also played, um, was in Star Wars. And mm -hmm. Willow, right? And he was two characters. He was also the short professor, Flitwick. Flitwick. Was yeah. he? Yeah. He was Grip Hook and Flitwick. And, <laughs> and he's got the printed arms too. Oh, yeah. and that sort of Gryffindor. Which is amazing. Is amazing. Oh, yeah. I don't care if you like Harry Potter or not. That That's is cool the best sword. Lego sword yeah. they've ever made. I yes. hope they do more stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got the gems that glow, translucent gems. They've redone so many. Yeah. So I usually ask this question in our in our theme vodcast, but 
Is there a set that you guys think is in need of a redo? Harry Potter is still ongoing. Yeah. Um, while you're thinking, I'll keep talking. Um, the Durmstrang ship. Durmstrang ship. Okay. Yeah. That would be your vote. Yeah, and it's funny because the with the newer series, they made the girls uh, the carriage, Bobatons. which yes. is right, the built the Bobatons. I think I think they pronounce it Bobaton. So they made the carriage, but they didn't make the Durmstrang ship yeah. from that. And came with Fleur and her little sister. Mm-hmm. With those cool, unique hats. I, I have one of the hats. I went online and probably spent a little too much the money on Etsy. The Basilisk, which I did hear they're making. Mm-hmm. I heard they're making another one of these uh, the, Basilisks. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The rumor is they're going to start a legacy line of Harry Potter. They're going to redo the castles again, this time with the sand green roof. And one of the ones that everyone's guessing they're going to do is a new Basilisk. Because they haven't done it in its full glory since then. They've had the microscale one that they just used Nagini. And then they had a small buildable one, which was kind of pathetic. Which I think they had Nagini in other, the early sets from, from 2001. The first sets they had Nagini. He was just a green snake. Really? Yeah. He I was... believe Nagini was a girl, right? I think so, yes. She, sorry. She, yeah. she was in uh, one of the sets as just a green snake. It was probably like the Hogwarts set. Really? Yeah. As far as the Basilisk, though, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Like a new Chamber of Secrets with a more molded head. Because that head is amazing. And, and the glow in the dark. Speaking of Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. apparently they're coming out with a chess set. A $250 chess set. Oh my goodness. With Ron, Hermione, and Harry, the statues from the chess set. So it's actually, it's a two-in-one set. It's More a chess like game. Board games. It's a chess game. And it's a, the play scene. Oh, that's I'm amazing. sorry, I just died. Yeah. That's I'm so exciting. So is it, is it going to be build? Are they going to be minifigures on molded horses? Is that why it's so expensive? Or is it going to be all buildable? It's going to be a big chess set with, with minifigure scale. So you've got the characters on... I don't. I don't know if it's. I haven't seen any images or anything. It's just a rumor. But it's a. But it's a rumor with a price tag on it already. So it's a pretty good rumor. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That I, is awesome. To answer your question about a set that I would want to see made, mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the scene, but I can vaguely remember it's from one of like the later movies when they go and get the little like orb or whatever. I don't want to say the it's the ma- rumor requirement, but they are running through all these like shelves full of all these little like glass balls i'm really I'm oh when they were in the ministry yes the ministry of magic the, scene in the, the whatever the the, the giant the, ball. yeah it was the uh what do they call it um file 13 like the, yes the experimental yeah because you can add bellatrix into that yeah. set you can because then at the very end they get to that giant portal and you see all the former like a lot of order the phoenix members come up serious black tonks Lupin, they and all they've never up. done that scene, did they? They haven't, no. Is Tonks a minifigure? Does she have a minifigure? Yeah, she came, I thought, in a burrow? In one of the burrows, didn't she? Who's Tonks? Tonks is that... Lupin's the, wife. Yeah, they Her just... Her full name is Nymphadora. Tonks. Nymphadora That's Tonks. Right, she keeps yeah. telling him, don't call me Nymphadora. 
I don't remember seeing the her cool, unless she came hair. out in yeah. a, a newer She set. Speaking of unique things, you know, how different Force users in Star Wars have different unique powers. Mm-hmm. She was the one person they mentioned that had a natural gift for a very specific type of magic. Mm-hmm. No one else in Harry Potter I remember they ever mentioned, yeah. but she was kind of a freak in the sense that she could change her face at will without spells. Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. she was, she could, like, there was a scene where she was making her nose a pig nose to make the kids laugh, or her hair color would always be different because she could just think about it and do it hmm. without a wand and without words. She was just special like that. And it didn't, did it ever come up? Like, was it part of the story? Did I that ever? I believe it got brought up in the books for like a split second. But, like, as far as the plot, no. was it ever like a key moment? Like, let's no. use her? Okay. Except for that moment you were talking about. But you almost got into it. You mentioned Star Wars. She was in Star Wars. She was just in The Mandalorian. Was she? She played the, twi- the p- pink purple Twi'lek that, that Mando had a past with. Yes. That was her yes. actress. That's right. With the prison ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was her actress. That was her. I knew I saw her. Okay. Yeah. She's been in other things, too. Yeah, she's, she's been in a lot. She's an amazing actress. And just seeing her across both parallels. Speaking of Lupin, because yes. we're talking about Lupin's wife. Mm-hmm. This is the original Shrieking Shack. Which is awesome. It is so rare. I don't think I've ever seen that box until we just had it come in recently. Um, Look at Harry peeking out the little window. Like, where's my professor going? It comes with a box that is pretty big. It's really weird for Lego. It's got metal screws in it, and you push a button on top, and it it makes stuff disappear. Yeah, that's how, what, Lupin transforms or something like that? So this is, let's see, the date on this. Oh, no, it's how Sirius turns into Into, um, the black dog. Padfoot. Because it was Padfoot, Prongs, Moody, or... That's right. It was those present to you, the Marauders. Wormtail. Wormtail. I can't find the year, but it's the blue boxes are the, the production runs weren't very many. Did didn't. that piece only come in that set? Was it ever? Used oh yeah, again? only came in this set. Never came in anything else. I remember when I first started working here, I found that just in a giant box of pieces, and I had no idea. It said Lego all over it, but I had no idea what it was. But to reiterate what Chris was saying, it's a single piece with a spring-loaded action in it. You can load it up with one thing put it over a character, push the button, and it'll switch what comes out. And that's how you would turn <clears throat> them into their animals. They show it right there. I would love a set with just the Marauders in it. Yeah. All four oh. Of them. yeah. This, so this is from 2004, and they really didn't come out with very many of these blue box sets in 2004. Mm-hmm. I really like to see where Lego is made, and it tells you a lot about the product and mm-hmm. what was going on with the company at mm-hmm. the time. This says components made in Denmark, Switzerland. So they were still making mm-hmm. them in Denmark and Switzerland, which they still are today, just not as often. Yeah. Uh, Korea, mm-hmm. not North Korea, not South Korea, just Korea, China, and Hong Kong. Okay. okay. Which is, you know, this, this is when they first started making them in China. And I believe what they made in China is that special box. That mm-hmm. was the only thing they made in this set from that. So the part, the components in this truly were probably made in different factories all over the world. Yeah. That's crazy. And they have the uh, ghosted version of the other mm-hmm. sets. So cool. To add. Was this the only set from uh, uh, Hogsmeade? It's the only one I can think of. Uh, it's got the wood, the tan printed wood pant, uh, oh. tiles, which are just super, super rare to this set. And you could imagine how often you would want to use 
printed wood tiles and oh, yeah. not have them. And the Lupin wolf head. <laughs> it looks so silly. Bizarre. You know, they used it in studios, too. That's right. The studio set. But right? it, it still makes for an expensive minifigure. He's about $50. Yeah, I would love a Marauder's set with them. Okay, that's a good from one. their age. Because mm-hmm. just, I the love flashback. The, the flashback moments. I love those. And another funny, I just have so many parallel moments with these actors that I know of. The guy who plays young James Potter is the same actor, Andrew Taylor Johnson, who played Quicksilver in the Marvel movies. Really? In Age of Ultron. That's, That's the, same the same guy? Actor. Oh, okay. Huh. This, what was this one from? They're getting key, flying keys? That's oh, uh, Chamber well. of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Key was the first one, because they were all key three was, in there. Yeah, the key was the first. Keys was the first one. They had to find the... The chest was the second, because that took out Ron. Yeah, and then the potions took out Hermione. Hermione, so, and that left Harry. People find these these Harry, these rare, older Harry Potter pieces in Lego collections all the time, and they probably throw away the Queen's crown. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. That that's crone. just such an odd-looking piece, that Queen's crown on top of the white, mm-hmm. monochrome white so shiny. minifigure. It does not look like Lego. It was the only time they used it in a set that I'm aware of. And then they also gave you the feathers that you would think like a blue feather that looks like it goes on an Indian spear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, where would it, what Indian had a blue feather? And I've actually I found that before, and I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, because that was a piece Very held over from uh, Western, right? It was on the Western set. So okay. yeah, it went on their spears, and it, but they you know, not in blue. Used it, but not in blue. Yeah. So this you you get a lot of white ones, and then you get one That's blue cool. one. And we're selling this for fifty dollars, which is is not that bad for that much. Well, unique, pretty a lot of parts too. You know, yeah. you get the OG. Harry Potter and Ron Weasley. The scary Ron face. Not the scariest. Not the scariest. There's there's scary ones. <laughs> we'll do a close-up of that. I wonder why they didn't use a white minifig head to make it look more it like a statue. Have something to do oh, with how the face uh, goes on there. I don't know. That that doesn't look like, like a normal stud, does it? Normal Maybe it's attached? One by one Do you think brick. it's attached? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Again, these Harry Potter sets have such unique pieces and mm-hmm. even today they're very unique with yeah. the Gryffindor sword and the Butterbeer mugs yeah so which cute. if you're a Harry Potter fan you know Butterbeer and I'm sure you've had some it's it's just so good Butterbeer it, I we did were not Universal, try it when we, we had, went there I, I think you can get it in four or five different forms yes. you can get it hot frozen mm-hmm. iced and then, and then just, ice cream yes and float. we had all of them multiple times because it is so I'm a butterscotch fan, so I love the butterbeer. Now, in Harry Potter canon, is butterbeer alcoholic? No. It's not. I believe it's just a lot of sugar. But no, like in that set that you were talking about with the little butterbeer cups, they have little baby Harry, so it gives him technically another minifig. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a little bread roll. Another Harry Potter minifig there, little baby Harry. Which is not as cute as baby Voldemort, I think. We do have a rare minifigure over there yeah, in the original Mad-Eye Moody. He's he's expensive. He's $45. Mm. And he was very hard to get. I cannot remember what set he came in, but he was a pretty unique figure for a while. He's a figure that's actually gone down in price because they came out with the new one in the CMF series. Mm-hmm. So he used to be like $60, 60 to $80. Now he's 45 Does he have a, the separate head where he's really, what's his face? No, he doesn't. Nope. Do, no separate face. David Tennant. We could have used a little more David Tennant in Harry Potter. He's he's just, from Doctor Who, he's yeah. just such a great character. Yeah. Great actor. 
I didn't realize that was David Tennant. Mm-hmm. I I know him. You as... only ever like see him in one scene as David Tennant, like as like the actor showing himself. But... Oh, he was the bad guy. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I thought David Tennant was very thin. I know him as the voice of the new Scrooge McDuck. Ah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yes. wow. The current Scrooge McDuck, that's David Tennant, because they wanted a real Scottish accent. I bet I'm not the only one that has this problem, but as I'm sorting minifigures, I come across this Harry Potter with this sand green torso. Mm-hmm. I, I, can you guys think of what he's from? I can't think of what set that's from. But he's got that sand green torso, and what does that look like to you? The original Luke Skywalker, when he's got Yoda on his back came with the, oh the, is that what that is yeah well that's what it looks like it's not the same part but uh, many times i have been like oh why does luke skywalker have these same green arms and i'll pull them off and i'll put the the yellow arms oh on no and, oh. It, and it looks like the original yellow luke skywalker when he's carrying yoda around oh. his back. all right so any other Things we want to say about Harry Potter. Are there any things you you guys are really looking forward to with maybe this legacy line that they might be producing? Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. I remember there was a Lego live stream that what happened, and I hopped in for a little bit, but they were just talking at that point. I did hear a rumor about gold, gold minifigures, like they did with Ninjago. Yes. Gold Harry Potter minifigures. Yes. And I think they said they were doing wrong. I think one of them they showed was... They showed one of them, I believe. Really? That's what I... I was talking to someone and they said, oh, yeah, they showed one. And I was like, what? So I'm going to... I'm wondering if they're going to do, like, all of them or, like, all, like, the main characters yeah. gold. And if so, that would be very interesting. In oh, okay. Opinion. Those would be very nice little, like, collector yeah. pieces. Mini and they'll figs. probably do it like the way they're doing Ninjago now. Some of them will be big sets, some of them will yes. be small sets. I imagine Harry Potter would be in a cheaper set because that's the one most people would want. Yeah. So they'd make him more readily available. Or they might be mean and put him in the you giant never, castle. You, know, you never know with Lego. You <laughs> yeah. never know. And people have a lot of Harry Potter minifigures already. Yeah. So maybe they don't want the Harry Potter. A gold Harry Potter, that's gold. true. Something we didn't mention, probably because we don't have it, is the original Hungarian Horntail set. We've had it recently. Mm-hmm. The dragon itself is very cool. The older dragon is better than the new dragon. Why is, is that? Odd. This new dragon is smaller and just not as beefy. Like that, you know, the Hungarian horntail was a mean looking dragon. It that was. dragon's not that mean looking. Yeah. It's, it's cute. The older one was bigger and better looking, in my opinion. It had that huge specialized piece, mm-hmm. piece which is head, neck, and body were all one piece. And the set had some rare parts in it. It had like the ball, the egg, maybe? The was egg. a ball. It was like a basketball. And oh. I think it was had a, ma- a piece of metal in it for being magnet magnetized. Really? Yeah. And if you were to find it in the Lego collection, you might throw it away because you wouldn't know it was Lego. What I do like about this is that golden egg is awesome. Yeah. It's got a really cool egg. Awesome. And then you do get all four contestants all in it, four. which is yep. really cool. And then once again, Harry is shorter than everybody. Because he's younger, yeah, he has the mid-legs. That is a cool golden egg. This one I meant to get and I passed it by. We still have it. That's retail, right? $30, yeah. Because we have plenty of these. Get them, get these new sets while you can because they'll never be this cheap. And get the minifigures right now while you can because they'll never be this cheap. The only new ones that are expensive right now are the ones from the Diagon Alley set. The yeah, new Diagon Alley it's set. impossible to... Yeah, but they those should go down a little bit as that set stays on the market before they go back up. Okay. Okay. So when when a Lego set first comes out, the minifigures are high 
So like these, this is a thirty dollars set. These guys would have been about ten dollars each. Okay. Maybe twelve dollars each. Uh, then they go after they've been out on the market for a few months. They start to go back down in price because they're starting to get out there and more people are selling them. Yeah. And and then you can also find used ones out there for cheaper. And you know they might be down to like five or four to six dollars each. But then once it's off the market is when it they start to just absolutely climb like yes. uh you know they only put cedric dickery diggery in his robe with his coat on for the tribe wizard challenge in these sets and same thing with victor crumb victor crumb's probably going to be worth a lot from that set because they didn't come out with a whole bunch of them in this series mm -hmm. that's an interesting insider tip so if i wanted say the golden woo from the ninjago city garden when is that sweet time what how long well, after it came out because so that's ninjago that... city garden just okay. came out yeah, about a month ago right mm -hmm. so don't get it now it's too expensive okay i think um, it's going for 45 dollars now yeah so if you wait two months it should be down to 20 and then six months after that once they take it back off the market it's going to start to go back go up. back up to 30 yeah. and 40. Okay. Yeah. interesting insider tip from the pro and if they come back out with a minifigure that looks too much like the original, mm -hmm. the original price will go back down. So kind of okay. like Mad-Eye Moody and Luna Lovegood and Bellatrix Lestrange. Okay. However, if they look way different than the original figure, like Trelawney or Umbridge, the price could stay up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Anything else we want to show off before we sign out? No, uh, we... We are going to have another Harry Potter podcast yes. where we cover the next, uh, the last three. Last three movies. Yep. The last four movies, four. but three books. Three four <laughs> movies, and then we'll probably also do Fantastic Beasts. Yes. Maybe. Maybe by then there'll be new sets, and we'll 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 make it two more episodes yeah. if yeah. this was a good one. Maybe and you we'll said, more. like you said, Definitely Hollows didn't have any sets. Right or very uh, few? Not, not. Uh, there, there's sets that you could say was definitely hollows, but then like they put Harry Potter in that set where mm -hmm. he's got his school uniform on, and he never had his school uniform on in that yep. set in that movie. So it it kind of could be Deathly Hollows, but it's not specifically named Got Deathly it. Hollows. Okay, so one more thing. Yes. Uh, the Graves minifigure, mm -hmm. Graves slash Grindelwald minifigure, who is. Colin Farrell, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite actors. I like him a lot as an actor because he's been some cool characters such yeah. as uh, Bullseye in the Marvel Universe. Yes. You know, in the Daredevil film. This minifigure was a chase minifigure where they only put one in each box. And that's that was kind of a unique thing for Lego oh. CMF figures. So, and actually he was always in the same spot in that box. So it was really? a box of 60 and he was always in the back, the third or fourth one from the back left. Now they, huh. they have changed that because they, they're constantly changing the CMF yeah. line. The CMF is a whole new, you know, a whole nother conversation, a whole yeah. nother podcast. But, uh, you know, they, they used to put barcodes on the CMF pack. So you knew who we were in them. Then they went to bump codes. Mm -hmm. Now you just have to feel them. Mm -hmm. Now they yeah. have the video ones where you can't feel anything because they're in boxes. Yeah. <laughs> but making it harder for us. I kind of thought he would go down in price. And so when he first came out, he was $30. Everybody wanted him. And people were bringing him in left and right because you could easily just go get a brand new box, grab him from that back left corner, bring him into our store, and automatically get, you know, you only retail for 4 bucks. You mm -hmm. can automatically get... I don't know, fifteen, twenty dollars in store credit. We were getting so many of them in, and I was worried that he would go down in price because he was so easy to find. But he's actually held his value 
and there we're selling him for twenty dollars and he's probably online if you if you wanted to you could probably sell him for about thirty dollars right now i had no idea it was a chase because i just yeah. happened to find him really? so i had no idea okay. he was rare well he was easy to find because he was flat he didn't have any big pieces yeah and he had two hair pieces in there that was how i found him yeah. i wanted him because i could use that hair piece for dracula <laughs> not because I care about Colin Farrell. Or Dr. Farrell. Strange. Or Dr. Oh, yeah. Strange. That's interesting. I did not realize there was only one in a box. I always wanted to ask you, how the heck do you get an unopened box? Can you buy those directly from Lego? Will they sell you an unopened box? Because I heard no. But yet you see people on online all the time. Do they have friends at Target? And that's how they get them? So I've been to... Uh, I, one of the easiest places I've gotten on open boxes is Five Below because yes. they just don't really care. <laughs> you know? they, and they're easy. You know, it's just a small store. So it's an easy store to go into and say, hey, can you check see if you have any sealed boxes in the back? And they bring out a sealed box. Yeah. So back in Series 10 with the CMF figures where Mr. Gold was out there... I was going to Five Below and getting okay. sealed boxes, and me and my family would just sit around and open up all these packs, you know. And, Did you ever um, find one? No, no. I've had I've had a few come through my possession, but um, real ones, not fake. Oh yeah, real ones. Wow. And, uh, he's actually another one that's gone up in value. Where I thought he would go down in value, but he's gone up in value over the years. So yeah, that's an easy way to get a sealed box is to go into like a a smaller Lego retailer, okay. like Five Below or something. You could get one from Walmart. Or target they're just it's hard to get service there because they're yeah. bigger box stores yeah so it's hard with target i find but just about yeah. everybody you know barnes and nobles books a million uh joanne fabrics, Joanne fabrics. Mm-hmm. i mean you could get seal boxes from anywhere now just so just got michael's smile <laughs> smile be polite and ask the right person yeah okay yeah insider tip yeah. number two if you go, Number two hundred. You know, go go to find one of the workers and be like, "Hey, you got sealed boxes." Hey, 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 there might be a dollar in it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a mini fake. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you so much. We'll continue with our Star Wars theme. We'll continue with our Harry Potter vodcast. CMF theme coming up. CMF. We already have one. it lined up. We have a guest lined up. That's an expert. Excellent. Um, people have suggested pirates. I, I still want to do that one about board, board games. games. <laughs> That sounds boring. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll have a good time with that Are one. Are you going to come be on that one? I, if I can, I That's love awesome. Lego board games. Okay. All right. Gee, who wants to watch Justin and Jillian play board games? Uh, I'm bringing my that brother on that one as okay. a special guest. So you get to meet my brother. Um, Didn't they make a Harry Potter one? They did. Yes, yeah. they did. They did. They did. Yeah. They did. It's very popular, too. So uh, I really like it. But I'll talk about that. And why I like it on that vodcast, whenever we do it. We are available as a full podcast if you'd like just the audio experience and listen to our brilliant punditry and mispronouncing these British terms. We love you, England. (laughs) And we will see you very, very soon. Anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, Favorite spell? Abracadabra. (laughs) Abracadooses. (laughs) 